I sort of get what the problem is with Generation Z today. I sort of get that. Doesn't mean I understand it. The GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now, the last three years have been a struggle session for everybody here in America. And the younger generation has a lot of disdain for the country. And when you see old footage of immigrants talking about America, you can hear their love and admiration for this country and their words. Which makes it so confusing to watch a Gen Zer get out there who's born here, who hates everything about the history and the legacy of the United States. Now, one of the reasons that uh, everybody was coming here was because everybody, we, we were the envy of the world. And uh, our institutions were so revered that people from different heritages and family traditions agreed to assimilate into our culture to be part of the American dream. They put it with a lot to get here. It wasn't an easy thing to do. And uh, that's that's part and parcel of what I don't understand. If it was so worth it to uh, to get here, why aren't the people being born here who are just the luckiest people on the planet? I mean, I was. I'm lucky to have been born here. Um, why, why uh, would I be tearing it up. But the Gen Z, they're going after all kinds of stuff right now. One thing they want to go after is Arlington. Because the Confederacy is there, you see. But now Generation Z is coming of age. Coming of age and uh, they're going to be taking possession of uh, running everything. So, what's your problem, Generation Z? What's your problem with uh, with this country? Why can't you quit talking about how badly it needs to be dismantled? What is it you don't like about it that you think needs to be changed? To them, loving America means picking apart every poem, song, and painting, searching for its connection to white or colonizer aggression. Colonizer, that's a new bad word. Now, to them, you know, anyone in our history has to be demonized and compared to a modern, you know, to a modern day understanding, which didn't exist when they were there. They weren't allowed of it. We're not allowed to acknowledge that our nation is suffering from self-hate because that would mean letting our forefathers' perceived sins go unpunished. Now, I myself... Look at a lot of stuff that Gen Zers are doing, and they're abusing themselves and America. And if we call them out, they will feel attacked, right? They, they, they're going to say they're being attacked. And what makes them believe it's appropriate to film themselves having sex in public places, like in the U.S. Senate, for example? That's where a lot of business is conducted, a lot of political business. Now it's going to be thought of as a site, 
And it's not just the disrespectful reimagining of our history or this genuflection to their race essentialism deity that exposed Generation Z's contempt for their homeland. It's the way they hate the nuclear family for me. See, families built this nation. When you ask a married man what drives him to achieve greatness, the American answer is their wife and children. That's why they do everything they do. That's what they're building. They're building a home. They're building a life. It's been proven repeatedly a nation with a high rate of married families over single-parent homes correlates with increased prosperity, peaceful cities, and individual liberty. But we can't have that, especially not heterosexual fathers. Can't have that. Events at the White House no longer include Americans who believe in showing the property with reverence. Instead, Gen Z transgender activists flash their surgical procedures to the nation. Get They get an invite if they do that. A gay man with acrylic nails wearing a woman's dress and heels made viral videos dancing around like a fairy on meth from the White House press secretary's office. And we are all supposed to just sit back and pretend like this is normal and or healthy. This is a generation that overuses the word toxic. And in so doing, they themselves have become toxic. Our children deserve better than this legacy, but they're too young to defend it. We have a duty to them to fix this before it's their responsibility, because right now they're not handling it. They're not ascending. They're not figuring out what's going on. And that's a problem. They should be the smartest generation we've ever had. Of course, they have been publicly educated and probably in a, you know, through, through all of academia, they've gone to an institute of higher learning. And now they're going to become the next uh, marketing director for Bud Light or Target or any of these other agencies. That, you know, Target, I don't, I mean, I've never been a big Target fan just because I hate the parking lot. I hate having to go, I hate having to walk 27, you know, acres go get something at the back corner of the store, which is invariably where they keep whatever it is I'm looking at. I much prefer going to something that I can get to it really quick. But I had nothing against it till it decided to start shoving an agenda down my throat. You're a department store. Or a big box store, whatever you want to call yourself. You are not a trendsetter. You react to the trends, but you're not a trendsetter. And that means you don't get involved in that. You're completely apolitical. Be apolitical. I'll make up my own mind. I'll show up. I'll be happy with you. You don't have to get out there and make a statement, for God's sake. If we have another generation believing the world would be better without America, that's one that will not understand the true meaning of personal freedom or coming together for a common cause. And that means they're sunk. They're sunk. They're out there right now today telling you, if you ask one of them, what is a woman? They'll say, anyone who identifies as a woman. Okay, great. But what is a woman? Because I'll tell you what a woman is. Do you want to know what a woman is, kid? Do you want to know? I'll tell you what a woman is. A woman can have children. Oh, but some men can have children. No, those are still women. They can have children. They're women. They can't have, if they can, if they can, uh, you know, sire children, they are men. That, that's, that, that, that's the way this was built. It's a grand plan. It's stupendous. 
couldn't it couldn't be designed any better. But hey, one of the problems they have is right now that they still have our generation and some of the remnants of the last one before us and the uh, millennials that are in between us and them. We seem to, uh, and the Gen Xers, the Gen Xers, of course, they, they're very, very, very integral part of this. We're holding, we're still the glue. When the glue is taken away, if it's left to Gen Z, Gen Z, I've seen some, I've seen some of the anomalies that are out there and uh, that, are, that are good people that are going to be good citizens, but that is not you as a demographic. And until that becomes you as a demographic, when we hand it to you, you're just going to, you're, you're, you're not even going to fumble it. You're going to, you're going to give it away. You're not going to understand what we just handed you, the freedom, the, the greatness we just handed you. You're just not going to get it. And that'll be sad because we tried to set this up the best way we can. And on the one hand, we probably overreacted to a lot of things. I'll be happy to admit that myself. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. Um, we still got out there. We still went and did the things that had to be done. Gen X did it. Millennials are trying to do it. And you guys have no intention of even giving it a shot. And thus, that will be the end of things. When we're gone, that will be the end of things. Gen X will try to carry it on a little bit longer. <sighs> it's just horrible. Just horrible. When we get back, as they seek to electrify everything and get rid of anything out there that does anything good for you, get ready because electricity is becoming less reliable. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Electrify everything. Get rid of anything that burns fossil fuel. This is a future they have in store for you. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Um, you know, your car, got to go. Gas furnace, got to go. Coal, got to go. All I got from Chris for Christmas was a bunch of coal, but I'm saving it. <laughs> renewable energy it's going to replace all of this except when you look at the pictures where, they, where they're relying on renewable energy at, at nighttime they're dark <laughs> but then there's something called the North American Electric Reliability Corporation or NERC <laughs> and uh, NERC is something else altogether they they uh there's a serious problem with the idea right now here in the United States. Our electric generation capacity and grid cannot carry the load. And the result will be a dramatic decrease in the reliability of electricity. Everything will rely on electricity and electricity production and delivery won't be able to meet the demand. Shocker, right? And we get this. Uh, last week, the North American Electric Reliability Corporation published uh, the body in charge of U.S. and Canadian grid reliability, published its latest 10-year outlook. Let me put this over there right quick while I'm doing that. Let's get back on that. And uh, saying that sharp increases in peak demand forecasts and potential for higher generator requirements are raising concerns for electric reliability over the next 10 years. The regulators projecting electricity shortfalls in areas where legacy generator requirements are expected before enough replacements are built to meet rising demand. 
In the addition, there are risks that the future generation mix in some regions could fail to deliver the enough electricity to meet the demand under energy-constrained conditions, which is always the worst conditions, including periods of low wind in output or sub-freezing temperatures, which can disrupt gas supplies to power stations, where infrastructure is insufficiently weatherproofed, says most parts of the United States face blackout risks over the next 10 years. Oh, well, who we got? Who we got? We got Robert from Clinton. Let's go to the phones. Robert in Clinton. Yes, sir. Howdy, hey, a post. Merry Christmas to you. Yes, sir. Um, let me echo your, your situation with Gen Zero. Okay. Yeah, I added E-O-R <laughs> to it. There yeah. are outstanding members. Most of them were privately aged or homeschooled. Yeah. And they were not overfilled with Ritalin to make them behave. Yes. Um, I, I don't think, I don't know what they serve. Uh, we really have a useless eater generation. Um, they have total contempt for you and me. I really worry about them in health care. I'm just saying. It's not against them. I really believe they would take the syringe with the air bubble in it to you. Well, I mean, get rid of you. Here, but it's not even that good, Robert. I mean, in some cases, the, the, with this great inflation wow. that's going on right now, uh, you, you got doctors that are graduating that get A's, but they're not actually C's, right? And uh, so yeah. now, when people are going out there and hiring people, they don't really know who is superb and who isn't. And most of the time, they're going to be try, they're they're going to be constrained by some diversity. Uh, constraint that's in place. We got to have so many black people and so many girls and so many girls that are black and so many girls that are black and gay and all this other stuff. And uh, before long, you know, you're not looking for the best. You're looking for the one that fits the slot that you're trying to to fix. And that's not the way any of this should ever work. Which is not to say no. none of the none of those types of people. All of those types of people could be superb, but not because of what they look like. It'll be because of what they are, what they have done with themselves, what they, how they have educated themselves. So, you know, it's not even as good as the air bubble part. I, I, uh, I go to old school doctors, Robert. I go find the oldest doctor I can find. I go find a dude that's about to retire. Exactly, same with me. And yeah. as far as hanging on, we need to hang on as long as we can because there may be a few of these immigrants, illegal though they may be, the ones that truly did walk here, and we're just dropped off the border, that, that's the future of America because they may be the ones fighting for America uh, because it, it, it meant something to get here. Um, as far as getting back to Gen Zero, um, you know, they may come <laughs> against us. They're the ones that are going to be trying to burn us out of our houses. Take a lesson from what happened October the 7th. They burned those people alive in their houses. Oh, they ran to their safe room. Well, tornadoes and earthquakes and things like that don't, carry firearms and petrol and what have you right there's no um, there's nothing that will protect you all the time every day all day it, just exactly so my conclusion of gen zero is this and this is so contemptuous god forgive me <laughs> i don't know that i would feed them to the dog well you know i'll tell you got... something i when i was at and, and you you hit the nail on the head most of them have been privately educated at home or something like that but i mean I saw a uh, the the uh, Palmetto Expo Center was full of kids uh, before Christmas with uh, American Legion yep. Post Three packing 660 boxes yep. of food to give to poor people. The Boy Scouts, excellent police cadets, sheriff's department cadets. I didn't even know they had these guys. 
I didn't even know they had these programs wow. for these kids, but they were there. And I mean, they were all there. They were, and it was, it was, it was a veritable who's who of, of the world. They were all there, not because they were directed to be there by some diversity thing, because they had the same idea. And they, they were there packing boxes, and the next day they showed up at 6 a.m. and gave away 600 boxes of food to a bunch of people that had no other way to get food. And they Fantastic. did have, yeah, so I mean, there, there, are, there are anomalies out there, Robert. I mean, we just got to look to find them. Now, as a demographic, though, they, they, they're, they're, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it's a sad well, thing. Well, I want to ask you a survival thing here. You brought up the parkas and everything else like that. Yeah. By the way, I'm the, I'm the owner of not one but two ARs at age 69 now. Okay. I bought a 16-inch, and yeah. I also got a little 7 and a half. Now, okay. I got them in 300 blackout, because oh. God bless 30 caliber. Is it worth? Here's a, a survivalist situation. Sure. I can get it thanks to a, a South Carolina producer of ammo. I can get 300 blackout uh, AAC for just about a dollar or two more a box in 5.56 with <clears throat> I don't care about NATO. I don't care what anybody else says about NATO. But, yeah, it's going to be more plentiful. I don't know. But should I just get me a Lee hand loader? And while I'm sitting here listening to the uh, Bill Frady morning show and your uh, excellent Second Amendment show on Sunday, should I just be sitting here popping off 20, 30, 40, 50 rounds while I'm sitting here ready to fiddling thumbs if, and eating potato chips? If, if you've got the brass and if you've got the bullets and the primers, absolutely go for it. I mean, I've got a 300 blackout. Are yours set up for violence or silence? Uh, I haven't got the silent thing yet. Okay, I'm, well, that's I'm fine. I'm working on that. I found, a, I found an FFL that can expedite, well, is getting it expedited. Yeah. Um, about 90 on. days max. Yeah, so... 300 blackout is a very good gun for that kind of thing because if you're in a vehicle and you have to fire through the windshield, it is not going to deflect the round as it goes out. If you're set up for violence, if you're set up for silence, it's going a little slower. It's not. It's it's, it's, it's uh, not. And you can't take a deer with it. Sure. And you can't take a deer. You know, yeah. I don't like walking over a hundred yards to drag something back. Uh, but if I can want anything more powerful, God bless the 308. There you go. I will get an AR-10, or I'll even. Save up my doll hairs and get me a Ruger S far for about a grand. And then go. I got it all covered. There you so go. thank you for what you do, partner. Thank you and your producer person there. Uh, uh, millennial, there's still hope. So uh, Yeah, he smokes. He's, he, he, he's way beyond that now. He's an old soul. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Robert. Uh, happy, happy New Year to you. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, what, what, I called you an old soul? Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> you 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 produce. I mean, it's it's one thing to be called a producer, but it's another thing to produce to execute. Yeah, so you execute. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Not a problem. Anyway, anyway, when we get back, uh, let's see. I think what we're going to talk about is all the stuff that Biden wants to get rid of, because Biden wants to get rid of all kinds of things for you right now. All kinds of stuff in the crosshairs. This is all for your better good. We're doing it because you won't do it for yourselves. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You know, it's bad enough that when you look at appliances today, 
My, when I was a kid, my parents never replaced appliances because they would buy one. It just lasted forever. It moved with us 28 times, you know, whatever happened. Anyway, GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Um, 2023 has been a very bad bad year for appliance regulations. And last January, Richard Trumka Jr., a commissioner on the Consumer Product Safety Commission, uh, he decided he announced an investigation into the safety of natural gas stoves and boasted that a ban on them was a real possibility. And that sparked a powerful consumer backlash, followed up by strong denials from the Biden administration that any such ban was in the works. But they still went ahead anyway. And see, here's the thing. Congress has got to find a way to stop this. These guys are, th this has already been decided with the EPA. The EPA decided to regulate a bunch of stuff out of uh, out of business and the Supreme Court stepped in and said you can't do that. And that applies to everything. It applies to the gun industry, applies to appliances, all this other stuff. All these other nonsensical things they're doing, this all applies and they're just going ahead like nothing happened, like it's free. So um, they've gone ahead and in February, Team Biden launched a second regulatory attack on stoves. This is coming from the DOE efficiency standard. And uh, this is all about natural gas. It's all about now. Everything's got to be electric. Everything has got to be electric. So it isn't just gas stoves. Is you know they they've got some other stuff. Dishwashers. Dishwashers are uh, a, a very nice modern day convenience. You know it saves a lot of time. It uh, heats up and you know it's really nice and everything else. And but more than anything else, it's just a labor-saving device and they ha it has been subjected to four rounds of su uns or successfully tighter limits on the amount of energy and water they can use and now these regulations are the reasons dishwashers now take two hours or more to clean a load of dishes up from one hour for the models that predate the federal standard cleaning performance has also suffered now you have to rinse them by hand before you stick them in the dishwasher so, and this, this, this has to be electric now. This has to be electric. Air conditioners. Well, now. They have new regulations coming out by both the DEA and the EPA. Um, a new DOE efficiency standard that took effect in 2023 is boosting the installed cost of a new unit by $1,000 or more. Well, let's go to the phones. Who I got there? Uh, you got Jim from Traveler's Rest. Who am I talking to? Jim from Traveler's Rest. Hey, Jim, what's up? What's on your mind, sir? I have a survival question for you. I'll do my um, best. I do, most of my, I do most of my thinking at 4 o'clock in the morning when I wake up and have to go to the bathroom. When I come back, I think about all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, the EMP, electromagnetic pulse. Right. Somebody's told me that if you wrap your cell phone in foil, right. put it in a trash can, then it won't uh, lose its uh, service. Well, it's it won't fry. It won't fry in the okay. EMP. Now, the easier thing to do is just to throw it inside of your microwave. Uh-huh. Okay, now next question is, I have a, a car that has a computer in it. Uh, that's going to, the EMP is going to knock the computer out. How can I stop that from happening? They sell something on eBay that you can do it. Go look for, uh, go look for EMP, uh, EMP 
I don't know what the search term, term is. I have it in. Uh, I, I'm going to buy one of those myself. But they actually have something that will catch the EMP and, and let it run its course inside of it and not make it into your car. That's what I needed to know, Bill. That's Thanks called that's that, that's hardening your equipment there. That's what you're doing. Okie doke. Thank you. I'll see you Wednesday, last Wednesday in the month. Roger that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, if you, you, you can, the thing he's describing is called a Faraday cage. You can do that, which you would take a, if you take some chicken wire and then maybe put some, get a big galvanized can, put some chicken wire inside that, then line that with flat cardboard, then you basically have a Faraday cage. Or, I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you've ever been around your uh, microwave when it's on and running and you're trying to make a phone call, that restricts the signal. So, microwaves, Anything inside a micro, not when it's running, <laughs> don't turn it on. But if you have stuff to stick in there that you'd want to keep from frying, which I don't see the thing about that is if you're, unless you're storing it in there constantly, we're not going to know when an EMP is going to hit. There's, and there's the problem. We're not going to know when an EMP is going to hit the thing with the car. That would be fine, but then you're going to be in a have and have not situation. And then you're going to be fighting for the car. So, uh, You know, just, you know, EMP is, EMP is a tough thing. The hardest thing any prepper would tell you that, that is hard to do is to survive without electricity. And, and, you know, we're talking about how maligned it is right now. Back to the air conditioners, uh, you know. They're going to raise the cost of the refrigerants on you to where you can't afford that anymore. Washing machines, well, those are bad too. You have to add a bucket or two of water mid-cycle to improve the performance. They have, uh, they've been hitting those things, 94, 2004, 2007, 2015, 2018. They now use so little water that you have to improvise. And then, of course, there's the furnace, and no two homes are alike. And uh, this allows for a wide variety of furnaces on the market. And the reason no two homes are alike is based upon the, the, uh, the utilities available to them. DOE doesn't see it that way. And they have recently finalized some efficiency standards for furnaces, which basically outlaws the kind of natural gas furnaces that make the most sense for uh, millions of us. It eliminates the option of non-condensing gas furnaces in favor of condensing versions. They're more efficient and they comply with the rule, but they're more expensive and they're not compatible with the venting systems in many homes right now that currently have non-condensing furnaces. So here's what we need to do. We need to elect a Congress that goes in there and defunds this, these two agencies. That's, hey, how about that? How about that? We, we need to get rid of, what are, the, what are these guys called? What's the name of this? Uh, the Consumer Product Safety Commission. They got to go. We just need to get rid of them. We, that, that, you know. So, hmm. You know, you sit there and you're like, well, I don't know, Bill. I, uh, you know, it's going to be hard. I mean, I don't trust any. I don't either. I don't either. But, I mean, we're, we're fast. We, we are now in the middle of a trough in time where we're going to ha we're going to be in some sort of commotion. Let's just put it that way. We're, we got a commotion coming. Commotion inbound. Be prepared. Commotion inbound. Take steps. Be effective. <laughs> when we get back the Christmas Carol the you know Dickens I'm going to tell you what makes that a great story
for for humanity. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. A Christmas Carol. I always watch, I I have a copy of the uh, version uh, that Jim Carrey plays Scrooge, and I watch that numerous times every year. But there's a reason for it. And uh, the GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. Sometimes you find yourself, you know, you, you've done something all of your life, and then all of a sudden you find yourself at this moment of paradox. You want, you want to do something meaningful, or you want to be involved in something, and it's just so hard to do it. Even to the point of you not want, it, you just won't bring yourself to do it. And this could be a description of your political or your family life, and you know whatever it is. Uh, but in each case, sometimes you just want to matter, right? Now. Everybody would like to think that they can be bigger than they really are, right? We want to believe that transformation is possible. But for some of us, we, we, we have this, this, this hunch it might not be. Is there anything more hopelessly gridlocked than today's politics and culture? And when you get in the family setting, why would you think things could be different? All the old wounds and burdens and complicated memories are there. Dickens wrote the story, A Christmas Carol, in 1843, and it has been reimagined and rehashed and repeated. And part of the desirable good in a Christmas story is based on the picture of human transformation. Inside the story, there's an about-face undertaken by Ebenezer Scrooge. And he, he, he changes. He goes 180 degrees from where he was to what he's going to be because he gets to look it, at, at things from a third-person perspective. Change can happen, whether you're, whether you're reading it or watching it. A Christmas Carol is an expression of hope during a very dark time. That's where it's set. He, he, you know, he, 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 he rebuffs his nephew Fred from his beloved sister that died early, right? Uh, Scrooge makes very clear what he thinks about Christmas time and all the other stuff. Uh, and he, he's looking at life as it, it in its most stark way, you know, the hardships of life. And, uh, well, th- there's really no time to rejoice in that world. But nonetheless, his point of view does shift. Because he's visited by ghosts who point out what he's doing. The fact that he's wasting his life. He begins to see the truth about others. That there's a possibility of happiness in a dark world. He finds a hope for healing. Embodied in Tiny Tim. And beneath all of this lies this deeper, more foundational truth that is true of all of us. Scrooge himself could change. Ghost of Christmas Paths shows Scrooge's sad childhood self. He's reminded of things that made him happy when he was a younger man. 
But the beating heart of a, of a Christmas carol is that a world can change if Scrooge can change. And if he can become a better lover, a soul of generosity and warmth, then he can love the world around him into a better place. At the end of the book, it says he became as good a friend, as good a master, and as good a man as the good old city ever knew, or any other good old city, town or borough in the good old world. So, here we are in our lives, in our families, in our reality, broken but beloved. We can find a starting point again. The poet Richard Wilbur once wrote that as a person begins to rise in the morning, the soul descends once more in bitter love to accept the waking body. So, Inspiration is something that, you know, Russ Castle was my inspiration to do what I do. I don't know if any of you ever listened to him. I'm sure a bunch of you did. And my only hope is that you think one day I'm as good as he is. That's my only hope would be to be as good as he was at what he did. So we draw inspiration from various things. A Christmas Carol as a story gives us the strength to hope again and to make the difficult acceptable and to rise up and to believe that we and others are capable of coming who we are meant to be. And if you realize that, if you understand that, if that is actually possible, then anything is possible. So find the inspiration. We have a lot of changing we have to do here. It's all going to start within you, right? It's not going to start with the people up in D.C. It's going to start here, individually. Find that inspiration and, uh, you know, accept the difficulty. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 